0: Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Food School Smarter, Stronger, Alina podcast on a mission to inspire a world where food makes us better. Guys, today we are continuing to learn from this amazing book that I'm absolutely loving, Fast This Way, Burn Fat, Heal Inflammation and Eat Like the High-Performing Human You Were Meant to Be by Dave Asprey. Dave Asprey is a Silicon Valley tech Entrepreneur and professional biohacker, and just one amazing human being who I've been learning from probably for a decade uh, already. And he's worked and his companies that uh, create different supplements and products uh, to improve the way our biology works. Well, anyhow, Dave is an amazing human being who is always tinkering with tweaking uh, our research biology environment to help us to figure out how to perform and live better and just feel awesome. So today, uh, this his new book, Fast This Way, uh, it's all about different kinds of intermittent fasting, How is best to do it, what we know from science, what we still don't know, what seems to be working for different kinds of people, how to use uh, different kinds of fasting to look better, to feel better, to improve all kinds of health conditions uh, that I'm not going to even get into today. Today we're getting into female fasting strategies. Now, there is not so much information about fasting and female biology, because somehow a lot of researchers, or even we ourselves, women, we assume that it kind of works the same way for guys and for females, for women, when it comes to fasting or uh, diets or any kind of um, health regime or health routine, healthy lifestyle change. But it actually Not the case. We have uh, very different, uh, differently wired hormonal systems that make a lot of different uh, diets and healthy lifestyle changes and nutrition aspects of supplements uh, make them quite different for females for us girls uh, and for guys so guys if you're a guy and you don't really care uh, much about how fasting might work for females maybe you don't have uh, sisters moms and girlfriends and wives who you care enough about to listen to this episode. Um, Anyhow, if you are a guy and you don't care uh, about anything female-related, then you might skip this episode. It's all about female fasting strategies. But if you are a guy who does care about other females in your life, please do listen. Please do share this episode with your other beautiful... um, have uh, or your family uh, member, your sister, your dear mom, um, your co-worker who you utterly respect and uh, adore. Um, anyhow, listen, share, uh, and if you are a female, please apply some of these strategies to help you to look and feel better in your own feminine way. So, female fasting strategies. uh, I'm going to be reading a lot from the book mostly. Um, So, women can benefit from fasting without compromising our reproductive health. So, girls, uh, fasting can work for us. But a lot of times, trying to be hardcore—I don't know—moms, athletes, uh, women, like strong women, we try to do, to do a little bit too much of it, right? So, and then our. Let me actually read a passage that I find um, summarizes what you might experience if you overdo fasting or do it in a way that doesn't really align with your hormones. So, the fasting made me feel really good. Then my sleep quality went away. Then my hair started to fall out. Then my menstrual cycle went bonkers. Uh, often women don't recognize this as symptoms of the fasting trap, because the effects can resemble those of um, like menopause or uh, some other things we might be experiencing hormonally. So there is uh, such a thing as too much fasting. And I can personally uh, share with you my personal experience that uh, at some point I overdid fasting and keto, and yeah, my sleep was uh, affected, quality of sleep, I would wake up too early couldn't sleep really deeply uh, my hair started to thin out and fall out in places specifically on my forehead now it all is growing back to normal because i adjusted my fasting and my diet so fasting girls uh, we can do it in the right way so we don't have to suffer when it comes to our period. And by the way, guys, or not guys, but girls today, girls, uh, my period also stopped when I was doing too much fasting and keto at the same time, and also training and all of that. So once I um, de loaded uh, my training, once I int- reintroduced carbohydrates into my diet, of course, from whole healthy foods, once I started to allow myself not to fast every single day, you know, sometimes. Sometimes I eat late night dinner, sometimes I eat breakfast, most of the time I do fast, but on a regular basis I also get out of my fasting schedule. And that returned everything back to normal and my hair started to grow back better than before and my sleep improved, and hormones, and mood, and so many other things. So um, so how do we do fasting in a better way? So for example, one of the strategies from the book is fasting every other day. Uh, Meaning, for example, you fast for 16-18 hours on Monday, uh, Wednesday, and Friday, and the rest of the week you eat breakfast or dinner, depending on how you decide to distribute those eating and non-eating hours, right? So every other day Fasting. Uh, also, do not work out um, a lot uh, intensely. Uh, do not do high-intensity interval training or lift heavy, heavy weights on your uh, fasting day. Uh, that seems to be a good advice that I personally uh, can confirm um, that it works because it just it might be too much stress fasting and doing all this high-intensity training. Another hack that works for a lot of women, I'm reading from the book again, is to do bulletproof intermittent fasting with zero carbohydrates and zero protein, just the bulletproof coffee. And for those of you girls who aren't familiar with bulletproof coffee, uh, that's basically uh, brain octane or MCT oil, a teaspoon of that, and a teaspoon of grass-fed butter blended with hot coffee. So that's bulletproof coffee that uh, would have um, some fats, uh, basically a tablespoon of of fat or one hundred twenty calories, blend it with your coffee. By the way, by the way, girls, uh, it's very very delicious. Uh, so if you haven't tried bulletproof coffee, please do try. Maybe order some or buy some MCT oil, or also coconut oil might work, but not as well as MCT oil. Anyhow, and then you blend it and you drink this coffee uh, that helps your body to produce those molecules, energy molecules that our brain can use instead of glucose, ketones, and so those uh, ketones will. Will help you not hun- will uh, help you to stay not hungry and not stressed, and that also seems to work for a lot of women not just simply fasting through those 16 18 hours but adding that bulletproof coffee um, on top of that. Then some women also might want to add a little bit of protein, like collagen protein, for example, is recommended because it seems to affect your fasting window the least, 20 to 30 grams Um some women do well by eating normally all week and once a week doing a full 24-hour fast. So basically, you don't do much fasting except for maybe like 12-hour daily fast, and then once a week you do 24-hour or 4-hour fast, maybe dinner to dinner. That seems to be the easiest. But also, from all the uh, like research and people data, it seems that breakfast to breakfast actually works better. But it seems to be harder for um, people to do, not just women, but any kind of um, people, men including Um, and then also don't forget to be flexible Um, if you're feeling particularly stressed on any given day then don't go hungry um, eat healthy foods, uh, carbohydrates, uh, and proteins and fats, and that's gonna help you the most. Uh, maybe you know when you're really stressed, it's not the time to do intermittent fasting, and uh, do also workouts. So basically, the whole idea is for women fasting schedule to keep our hormones happy, gonna be less aggressive. So instead of again, uh, 16 hours or even um, 14 hours, maybe just 12 or 13 hours and just make sure that you do not eat 3 hours before bed that seems to be um, very beneficial for our gut health and for our sleep quality and for so many other health biomarkers so don't eat 3 hours before sleep and then do 12 hour fast and maybe once a week do 24 and maybe that is enough for you right now so the next one if you're a woman over 40 and or have significant weight to lose, here is a hack for you, girls. Before you start intermittent fasting, change your breakfast routine for about a month. So basically, before jumping on a wagon of intermittent fasting, maybe change your breakfast first. After you wake up, eat your at regular time, your morning meal with some fat. Um, and at least 40 grams of protein to reset your uh, leptin sensitivity or basically your hunger hormones, making it easier for your body to lose weight. So what it means, like maybe have a cup of tea or coffee, a few eggs or a piece of meat, a piece of salmon and avocado, Uh, maybe add additional scoop of protein uh, to that breakfast routine, Um, maybe make like a shake, good quality, you know, whole foods without some weird ingredients, Again, a few eggs, piece of salmon or meat, an avocado, um, and uh, that's going to be your breakfast. So, they change your breakfast uh, into that low carbohydrate, whole foods, uh, rich in protein and fats uh, kind of breakfast. So, for 30 days. Uh, and then after 30 days, do those other things that we talked about, like every other day, fasting, like maybe um, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, you do 16 hours, and then the rest of the week you do uh, whatever you usually do. Or maybe you just eat for 12 hours every single day, except for one day you don't eat for 24 hours, maybe like from breakfast to breakfast, that seems to be the most beneficial. And also... So don't forget, if you are trying keto or low-carb diet, that from time to time, uh, don't forget to replenish uh, your meals with good carbohydrates and enough of them from uh, sweet potatoes, from rice, from other tuber-like vegetables uh, that are amazing for our gut health and our, our whole body health and stress levels. Of course, nobody's recommending to eat pizza or cookies to reduce your stress levels. That actually adds stress stress, not reduces it. Even though it does seem to calm you down, uh, sugar has this effect. But in fact, uh, overall, sugar and sugary stuff and processed foods increase stress levels in the body. Um, Another piece of advice for any women, but also women after 40 specifically, um, do not do intense daily exercise uh, while fasting. Unless uh, you are really like you have a lot of experience and you know your body and it doesn't affect you negatively, uh, it is stressful to the body to combine extreme amounts of exercise with a low fat, low calorie diet um, with you know a lot of intermittent fasting in general. Both male and female bodies respond to these messages with exhaustion, adrenal fatigue, and hormone imbalances, meaning high-intensity training, and then on top of that, a lot of fasting and dieting. But women are more sensitive to these problems and feel the effects first. A diet consisting of high-quality, healthy fats, moderate protein intake, and cyclical, low-carb intake is extremely healthy and beneficial. beneficial when it comes to weight loss. So now for women either premenopausal, menopausal menopausal or menopausal, uh, so let's talk first about the menopause. You've stabilized, you will probably do very well on making fasting, possibly even better than before. Um, And then Dave shares, my mother loves it. She does intermittent fasting and one meal a day almost all the time. It took her a while to get used to it, but now she says she feels much better when she fasts. For my wife, Dave shares, who is still in perimenopause, the effects of one meal a day are more erratic. Some days she feels amazing, others not. The way you feel on any given day during a fast is also very much tied to where you are in your menstrual cycle if you still have cycle. Uh, In any case, for all the women, there is a common theme. Start um, out gently by just skipping breakfast, for example, and having that bulletproof coffee that we talked about, guys, with a teaspoon of uh, MCT oil, a teaspoon of grass-fed butter, real butter mixed with In a blender with hot coffee that's important by the way blending otherwise you're gonna mess up other guys otherwise you're gonna end up with a whole bunch of fatty uh mass that doesn't look or taste good guys so blending is important no proteins or carbs for breakfast that's the recommendation. the recommendation to start out and then you increase the size of your fasting window you might go to up to 16 hour fast maybe every other day or so. So you don't have dinner three hours before um, sleep, for example, you finish at 6 p.m. Then you go to bed, you wake up at like 6 a.m. So you already have <clears throat> 12 hours. And then uh, you might go for another four hours. <clears throat> and that all it takes to do your 16-hour fast. And again, do it once in a while, do it a couple, three times a week, or just do one 24-hour fast and that may be enough for you. If you are entering perimenopause, try shorter intermittent fast. Don't do them back-to-back. Also, a piece of advice for everyone, by the way, drinking alcohol, even a glass of wine may make fasting harder. It has a lot to do with hormones, your fluids fluctuation, your insulin and blood sugar levels. So alcohol seems to make fasting harder for a lot of people. You're just going to be hungrier and angrier and um, low on energy and experience a lot of negative stuff when it comes to fasting instead of just getting all the benefits. Changes, and this is more about women's body are changing over time. So changes in body composition and weight are a normal part of menopause and are not just the result of your diet. Menopause also menstrual cycle, girls. Even if you do the world's most perfect intermittent fasting plan and eat all the best quality foods and your underfunctioning thyroid that seems to be functioning, functioning less effectively with age will still make you put on weight. The changes in your estrogen to progesterone ratio can also make weight loss challenging. And to conclude this episode, girls, when you plan your diet, sleep, exercise, supplements, and all of the other things that go into your fast, be mindful of the cycles and sex-specific evolutionary legacy you carry inside you. And also, never fast during pregnancy. Uh, lactation, probably, also. Um, to conclude this episode, the main thought line of thought is for women, we need to start gradually. Uh, don't do it too intense or too often so as a beginner you might start out with just not having any food three hours before bed and maybe doing 12-13 hours of fasting till next morning breakfast you might also start prolonging after a while after you get used to this 12 hours first prolonging your fasting window with some bulletproof coffee first or something similar um maybe just a little bit of fat a little bit of protein maybe again a few eggs piece of salmon and avocado uh, you know, cup of coffee. You start with that, and then gradually you might um, add a few hours to your um, to your fast, uh, not eating breakfast very soon, and do it not every day but every other day, and then also you might even not fast every day or every other day, but instead do one weekly 24-hour fast that a lot of my female clients actually do. Breakfast-to-breakfast seems to be more beneficial to body composition. And then also, girls, uh, do monitor your mood, your energy levels and your period, of course. And uh, don't exercise um, intensively on your fasting days. Uh, And for women over 40, uh, you probably definitely want to take it a bit slower. Um, Pre-menopause, menopause, menopause, that might change a lot of things. Uh, Again, just monitor your condition. Start out slowly. Uh, Do not go too intense. Uh, When you fast, allow yourself to rest a little bit more. And to not exercise as much, and you should be okay. And if you have any more specific questions uh, that are more specific to your situation, um, please let me know. Maybe you're on a specific diet, you have a specific health condition, and you're wondering whether intermittent fasting or any sort of fasting can work for you to improve that condition. And also, maybe you're curious how it's best to do it in your situation to take all of these, you know, details of your own health. into consideration before designing um, a better plan for you. Uh, actually, right now, I'm getting certified as an intermittent fasting coach with Precision Nutrition. So I'm getting better at and better at, you know, figuring out all these different details of fasting for females, for athletes, and for males. So if you have any questions, if you'd like a more personalized plan because you're not sure that the plan You are trying or tried or heard about, um, gonna work for you, uh, for many different reasons. Please do reach out and please consult with me and I'm gonna give you my best advice. What's like the next best, um, step? Um, and we'll take it from there. Um, And don't forget, guys, of course, if there are guys listening to this, please do share this episode with your uh, other beautiful halves uh, or uh, members of your family and your social circle. Please do share. Please learn together. Reach out with questions. I love those questions on all social media, um, Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook. Please reach out. I'm more than happy to help you out, to answer all of your questions. And guys and girls, uh, Till next time, as usual, eat better daily. And besides that, try to do some fasting. And if you're not sure how to start, you know where to find me.